SAS people to the SAS Revolution show, bringing you front row seats to the SAS Revolution, courtesy of Sascribe Media. I'm your host, Alex Thumer, and super excited to be joined today by Taclo, uh, director at Techstars. Welcome, Tac. Um, thank you for having me. I know, it's a, it's a real pleasure. Um, so uh, I think uh, pretty much everybody uh, must have heard of, uh, of Techstars, but uh, perhaps for those uh, that don't know, Techstars is uh, you know one of the world's leading accelerators uh, and incubators. Is, is that correct? Yep, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, we are. Uh, we've got currently we've got eighteen programs all across the world. Uh, we are um, the world's largest accelerator um, program, and um, yeah, we just believe in, in in backing great founders and great okay. entrepreneurs. Awesome, awesome. So before. Uh, I guess maybe c touching on the points of uh, accelerators, um, you, you know, want to talk a little bit about yourself um, uh, and, and perhaps how that may sort of relate to to our audience. And I think you know the first question that I want to start with is around career progression, but okay. your career progression. I think uh, for me, you've got this really interesting and varied career experience where you've been in the U.S. Army, you've worked at Apple, you've done some consulting, investment banking, been to business school, you know, co-founded your own startups yeah. uh, and now working at you know one of the world's leading accelerators Techstars. So did you did you plan such a versatile career path and uh, I guess two part question do you recommend other ambitious professionals to embrace this kind of more horizontal versus vert vertical career moves to climb the ladder? Yeah, um no I didn't plan it. Honestly, I didn't I didn't I mean it's it's kind of funny how it all kind of worked out. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I remember when I was young, I actually wanted, I drew pictures of actually having my own company. Mm -hmm. uh, so I always wanted it, but I never really figured out how to, how to actually do it. And, and I was having a, a chat with a young man the other day, um, and I wrote this on my blog, actually. Um, every single step, I really want to work with the top uh, two or three firms, right? So uh, when, I, when I graduated from, from university, I wanted to learn about leadership and and for me, the best place to learn about leadership was the military. So I joined the military. And then when I came out of the military, I said, okay, what's the best way to learn about business? I want to be a consultant. So I tried to, I went to the best uh, defense uh, consulting firm that I, that I could, um, Booz Allen. So every single step was trying to figure out, okay, I want to learn this next. What's who, you know, who can I learn from, you know, the best? That was really it. Um, so in terms of advice, I think, uh, um, the only thing I can speak from is my experience is trying to figure out what do you want to learn and, and learn from the best. And if you can't figure out who the best is, then start your own thing because you can learn a lot of lessons from, from, from starting and from failing. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, that's really, really great advice. And uh, I think um, uh, on to the, the, the other point, we say that I, I would perhaps sort of categorize that your you know, varied career experience as this kind of a horizontal, uh, almost sort of, you know, progression. And what, what do you feel, um, you know, uh, your opinion of horizontal versus, you know, somebody that's uh, in sales their whole sort of, yeah. you know, career or customer success their whole career to, you know, try to get to become VP and CEO? Yeah, yeah I think it's, I think we're going, I think it's cyclical, right? Well, I think the, the days of kind of the industrial, uh, the industrial kind of job complex where you say you kind of, you go into a corporation and then you can rise up the ranks, I think is, is pretty much done. It was an anomaly in terms of business. In, if you take a look at total business history, the industrial kind of evolution of business um, is, is no longer valid. So I think everyone, um, 
everyone will either start their own business in the in the kind of decades to come. I think people will jump back and forth uh, between different businesses. Um, right now, I think the average is probably about two, two and a half, three years. I for you know foreseeing the future, people will probably jump maybe even one and a half years. Right. Mm. So um, I definitely think. You know, I, I think the way of the future is going to go horizontally. I think there are some people that want to go vertically, and that's fine. Um, but I think it's very, it's, it's up to each person to identify, like, you know, do I believe in this organization enough where I want to go vertically? Um, and if not, then the answer is horizontally. And taking the, and having the courage to go horizontal, if that's, if, if that is really what they determine. I think a lot of people just go vertically because that's, what they know mm. and that's probably a falsity they probably want it, to it's better to really think about um you know i, I wrote a, a blog post today about you know what is your ted talk mm. and i had a discussion with a friend two weeks ago and he asked me what is your ted talk what would be your ted talk and i think it's important to really think about you know what do you want to stand up you know what do you want to stand up and be recognized about and and once you identify that I think all the career stuff kind of makes sense. Mm. Um, what do you be? What do you want to be sent up and be counted for? And identify that, and then make your career fall under that particular vision. Yeah, no, I mean, that, I look forward to reading that uh, that that blog post, and certainly, um, you know, well, we'll, we'll be linking to uh, your blog, uh, which I think it's called the Operator, but your um, uh, uh, it's Taclo. Uh, uh, .co, uh, if that's correct. For the, that's uh, correct. For, for yeah, the that, URL. yeah that, that's correct. The operator is actually, uh, um, that comes from a military background. So, right. so uh, people that just do things are called operators. So, okay. uh, well, yeah. well kind of, uh, this is uh, actually a better segue than, than I had planned. Um, in terms of the, the, the next question, it, it has this kind of, uh, well, the, the, the military uh, angle um, but only in, in you know semantics, uh, and in part answers uh, or is linked to the, the horizontal versus vertical question. Where I was going to ask, you know, if you're familiar with uh, obviously Reid Hoffman, what he wrote about mm. tours of duty, mm. uh, and this was this, um, you know, that there should be this realistic loyalty pact between employer and employee that the old mm. model. Um, you know, of long-term employment no longer works, you know, according to, to Reed, and that the business environment should be defined by continuous change. And mm -hmm. we see, I guess, probably even more so maybe in Silicon Valley, not that mm. I've ever been there, that people maybe move on after every year, every two years. You know, what is your thought of that within yeah. the, the, the business ecosystem? Yeah, I agree, you know, wholeheartedly, right? And, and if you take a look at my career, I mean, I've done very standard things like investment banking and consulting. And mm. even in those industries and even in business school, people had the expectation of two, three years and then gone. So it's, it's you know, the rest of the world is catching up. Um, um, so I, I definitely think it's, it pays to think that way. Um, and, and I totally agree with what Reed says. And, you know, I have very clear expectations with, with the people that I work with that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to leave. In fact, I would want, you know, the people that work with me, I expect them to leave and I hope they leave um, because they need to grow as people. And, and if I've done my job right, it's to train and to equip um, the people that I work with with the right skills and attitudes so that they can succeed in the next thing that they do. And, and they can learn and grow, you know, as people. So, yeah, the, the greatest leaders that I, I've worked with um, all have this view. Um, I was in Korea, 
yesterday, in fact, um, and I spent some time with Brian Cohen, who's um, the chairman of New York Angels, and he, he had the same view as well. That's how we grow as people. And, and, you know, if you work under a leader that gets it, this is a great signal that they get it, that they believe in your growth. Um, they're okay and secure enough for, for you to go out and do bigger and better things. Um, I think you can really judge a leader by, by kind of their attitude. Yeah, I mean, great advice and, you know, something I wholeheartedly uh, believe in uh, as well. And, uh, and so we, we, we mentioned your blog and um, so you wrote this post today, uh, you know, what is your TED Talk? Uh, you also recently blogged um, about networking. Uh, and, um, you know, I guess the question is, you know, is networking the most important activity, uh, you know, for both career progression and growing your own startup? Yeah, um, yes, but I'll, I'll say it this way. So um, I'm about to kind of start, I was watching this talk and, and this um, and the speaker actually categorizes time and try to see how much time a month he would spend on networking and family and work and et cetera, et cetera. So um, I think it is very important, but I need to categorize my time and kind of see whether it actually by action, uh, whether it's important to me as well. Um, I think it is incredibly important. I think uh, the jobs that we have are not, you know, they're not going to be um, found, sorry, they're not going to be found by, you know, job posts, but they're going to be found by your network, right? Mm -hmm. By your weak ties. Um, the, the one thing I would like to say is, is I just I should have changed the title of the post because I just don't I don't like the the, the word networking mm. necessarily because I think networking implies a transactional uh, relationship. Um, I think it's important to to meet a lot of people, no question. Um, but I don't believe in transactional relationships. I think um, I think it's great to meet lots of people and 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 know them, but I believe in also. Uh, relationships developing over time. Um, so yes, to that point, yeah, I agree network is important, but I think having long-term relationship building should be the forefront of what networking should be, right? The goal, the, the, the goal is to have a long-term relationship. Um, networking is just a way to get there. So rather than call it networking, perhaps relationship building is a... a yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, uh, and so obviously a, a lot of startups. Um, I mean, networking and getting out the building is, is uh, you know crucial for them. Um, but you, you know, talking about what TechStars you know does for startups, um, you know, uh, do you uh, accept uh, single founders, uh, or you know, will you have a better chance of getting into uh, an accelerator, you know, such as TechStars, if you have a uh, you know a co-founder or co-founders? We definitely have accepted single founders, um, but they tend to be anomaly rather than the um, than the rule. Um, and it's just really kind of a couple things. As an entrepreneur, I can tell you, I mean, it's 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 not just the fact that having a co-founder means you have a balance in terms of skills. It's also the fact that, um, like, emotionally, you have someone along with you on the ride. Um, so we we like founding teams, um, but it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that single founders are precluded. It just means that um, it's 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 a little bit more accepted across all the accelerators. Really, if if it comes, if a team, if the company comes um, with the team. Yeah, no, I think um, it, it makes sense. I mean, we, I was talking with somebody about it last week, and uh, it, it's a lot to take on if you're just one person and div divide and conquer. 
um, certainly is, you know, has its benefits. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and another thing I think some investors would tell you, right, is, you know, it's if you have a co-founder, it means that you could actually convince somebody to join your team, mm-hmm. right? There's one more crazy person, yeah. you know, with you. That's important, right? If you can convince one more crazy person, your your business, your idea is not as crazy, your ambition isn't as crazy as 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 one person makes it out to be. So it's an indicator of your ability to sell, it's your indicator of your ability to to sell the vision of your your company. Um, that's why it's important. No, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, well, what sort of uh, unfair advantages do you give to those startups that go through the Techstars program? Um, I think there's a couple of things. I mean, one is to, um, I think, to, to impact the, the companies and, and bring in great, I think, first and foremost, bring in fantastic mentors from the London tech ecosystem and from the broader tech ecosystem to help out the, the company. Um, we're incredibly blessed to have you know, great mentors who really want to give, um, and that is really kind of the, the added value. That, that the Techstars program brings. Um, so that's one tangible thing. I think the intangible thing is, is honestly our whole orientation of the program to the founders. Um, all of us have been founders. We all know how incredibly hard it is to build your own business. And so we, every, I would honestly say this, like every single fiber of us working on the program is, is there to help the founders. So it's this emotional orientation of trying to help, which I think brings the extra added value right so we will bring we will make an additional intro even if um you know even if all the intros were burned before uh we will try our damnedest to get some of the best investors in demo day because that one one more investor could actually make a material impact to the founder's business so i think we will just give that one extra effort again because we've all been there before Okay, you, you mentioned uh, uh, mentors, their mentorship, and you, you know, obviously, uh, part of uh, uh, the accelerator programs, uh, not just in Techstars, is uh, providing this mentorship. Um, uh, and uh, but from your, uh, I guess, kind of own personal experience, you know, who have your mentors been? Uh, you know, how did they help you? What have you taken, you know, from them that you've applied? Yeah. So. Um... One of one of my mentors, um, John Vermillier, um, he's actually the CEO of Travel Century. Um, so basically, all the luggage locks that you, uh, luggage locks all across the world, or ninety percent of luggage locks, is made by Travel Century. Um, awesome founder, awesome mentor. Uh, what have I gotten? Just general kind of general life advice. Mm. Um, how do you balance career? How do you balance family? Um, you know those things. Um, have you know more specific mentors as well that that give me kind of very specific career advice, um, um, but it, usually it's kind of a balance between two kind of life and and work and and just specific work. Um, for me, life, the balance between life and work is incredibly important. Um, you know, I, I you know I want to do well. I want to be. I'm ambitious in my career, but not at the sacrifice of my family, um, and that's important to me. Does every startup, uh, I guess, startup founder need a mentor? I think everyone needs a mentor. Um, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. And I think everyone needs a mentor. Um, everyone needs a mentor who, 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 
you know, who can give them advice on the career in terms of life, in terms of the balance between life and career. Um, you know, someone that can give honest feedback, uh, someone that sees you over year, the years, right, and the decades, um, who can make see those decisions that you made. Everyone needs a mentor. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, no, agree, agree. And uh, um, what are Taclo's top hustling tips? Uh, good question. I think, um, gosh, I think I probably just have one one top tip. I mm -hmm. think set your goal and then just do it. I don't think there's there's you know there's something that we used to say in the military, which is adapt and overcome, right? What's your mission, and then adapt and overcome to 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 accomplish the mission. Um, so set a goal and then whatever it come hell or high water, adapt and overcome to, to make sure you complete that goal. There's whatever you say, that is your, that's your word and that's your bond and you are going to do it. Okay. For, so from, uh, from, I guess, adapt and overcome to, uh, uh which was what perhaps the, uh, a motto, you know, within the military, uh, when you were there to your own personal motto, which I believe is, uh, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that quote. What, yeah. what, what, is that, what does that mean uh, exactly? Um, yeah, it's, I think to me, the quote by, um, I mean, it comes from a long speech by Teddy Roosevelt uh, in France, and I forgot the title of the speech, um, is essentially, you know, the, the essentially describing a, 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 a man in kind of a gladiator ring. Uh, and saying that it's not the it's not the person that, that shouts from the top and and critiques. It's the person that's actually in in the ground on the ground doing things that should get all the credit. Um, and, and that resonates with me because um, um, the world isn't you know the world I think has changed and, and faced and and evolved by people who do. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think. A person's self-worth is is determined by actually how, what they do as well, and and so I think it's incredibly important to or, orient um, ourselves with action. Um, actions pre produces results. Action produces uh, momentum, and so um, you know, for me, all throughout my career, I've always acted, um, and I think it's incredibly important to 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 act. I mean, obviously. To think is is incredibly important as well, um, and and one should always kind of take a step back and think before acting. Um, but I think most people probably most people hesitate to act. Um, they always outthink themselves. Ah, I shouldn't do this, or I shouldn't do that, or this is too risky. And at that point, you become indecisive. Uh, and I remember in the military, the one thing that I learned that was incredibly important in the military was decide. We make decisions every single day. And just keep on deciding. Um, and you'll get better at deciding. Um, the enemy is actually not deciding. And if you don't decide, whether you're in the military context, um, you could get killed if you don't decide. Or you decide wrongly. Um, but the most important thing is to remember to decide. Okay. Uh, and, and I guess, you, you know, this sort of leads into... Uh, the final question where, you know, we've been talking about goals uh, you, or you've been talking about doers. Um, now, I, I guess uh, I think uh, taking some inspiration from Mark Zuckerberg's ambitious goals uh, concepts, um, you've set yourself the challenge of becoming a triathlete uh, this year. Is, is, is that right? Yeah, actually, yeah. I, 
I, I set the goal early in the year. I don't remember. I don't remember it, but yeah, I already, actually, I already did it. So okay. that's why I guess you, I don't remember it. Okay. So you, 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 my, my question was going to be, how is that going? So oh, you, you've, I, yeah. you've already done it. Yeah. yeah. I did the race. I did the race like a month ago. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. I hate swimming. I hate, I had this <laughs> fear of water. Right. Um, you know, even in a swimming pool, if I can't see the bottom of the pool, I, I get freaked out. I think I've watched too many, like too many, uh, too many times Jaws, the movie. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I hate swimming. I, I'm a fair, I was, I'm a good athlete, but I didn't, I didn't have the right technique. Uh, so it was hard. It was hard to train. Um, and especially this was the first tri- triathlon, um, for open water swimming. There were lots of waves and get this, like we were actually supposed to go on a short course. Um, but, but they canceled the short course a week before our triathlon. So we went to Lanzarote and we did it and we're like, yeah, well, you know, we, everyone canceled the short course. Why the hell is this? And it turns out actually the, the course that we went to was, a, an, was an Ironman invitational, um, primer. So every, every athlete that we competed against was an Ironman. Right. And that's why like when they canceled the short course, it was like, yeah, everyone's an Ironman anyway. That's not a problem. So we literally competed with the, all the Ironmen in the toughest course in Europe. Uh, so, you know, it, it wasn't unexpected. My, my friend and I, I'm not sure who's at Sussex Place Ventures, um, we were dead last. We were the last two. Um, so we finished, but we were the last two. So, yeah, it was hard. It was very hard. I do cried you, in the end, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do you think that's um, harder than, uh, than, than Mark Zuckerberg sort of reading the uh, – reading the book was it I can't remember the frequency every day or every week it is I mean but I think it's just different difficulty right so one is you know one is consistency and difficulty maintaining that pace and the consistency for me it was it was this grit right you know the training isn't that difficult if you're disciplined but it's the the day of right reaching deep down inside and saying I have to finish this um and and doubts right there were doubts like I said, I hate swimming, and I could not see the bottom of this ocean, you know, facing those fears. That was difficult. So um, I'm glad I did it. I mean, I, I still have this fear, but um, but I know that if I reach down inside, I can conquer it. So, I mean, that's great. Well, that's that's great. great learning for me. Yeah, no, great. And, uh, I mean, congratulations as, uh, as well. So, uh, um, well, I guess you, you've hit that goal, and now you can relax for the rest of the year? No. Uh, <laughs> Not, not really <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough um all right well um that, that that's all we have time for uh, uh today on this show but i mean you've been a fantastic guest really uh, insightful and uh you know a, a lot of uh, great advice and you know some inspirational uh advice as well so you know thanks so much tack for uh, for joining the show today um you know we look forward to uh, uh, publishing this episode of the uh, the, the SAS revolution show um, and we hope uh, that everybody who's listening uh, likes it. And, uh, and if you do like it, um, you know, we hope that you can uh, rate and review the show as well. Thanks for joining us, Tech. Okay, no worries. Thank you. Thank you. Right.